Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I... uh... I look over at my dad and I I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. He was just the... He was a great competitor when he took that mound. He was just a great teammate. And uh, just a great friend. And I had the luxury to play with him on the field, in the booth. And uh, just just glad that I had the opportunity over the years to be alongside him. And just an amazing husband, a father, and a community leader. He really enjoyed people. He really enjoyed being around people. And today we lost one of the good ones. Very, very special guy. He was just 57 years old. The condolences, of course, are pouring in. We thank all of you. And God bless the Wakefield family. All right, game 162, the last day of the regular season. Unfortunately, it was one of the the moments that defined that last day was Tim Wakefield passing away at the age of 57. Uh, we did a podcast. I did a podcast with Ian Brown of MLB.com, reflecting of our time with Tim Wakefield and looking back at, at all that he accomplished and all that he was. And that was what you just heard right there was Kevin Euclid. Kevin Euclid, obviously, former teammate of Tim Wakefield and, and, and Nesson analyst. And there was a lot of reaction. Um, there was a lot of reaction to a lot of things. But, you know, I think that if anyone wants to get more uh, analysis and and um, and look at uh, Tim Wakefield, which you should go and listen to the podcast that we did on Sunday, myself and and Ian Brown. Other things happened on the final day. Buck Show Walter, boom, gone. Right, Evan, gone. Yep, yep, crazy, gone. 
Can't uh, say not expected, but still, still pretty crazy in the aftermath. Yeah, uh, here comes Craig Council. All right, here yeah. comes Craig Council. I mean, that's that's what I imagine. I mean, I I no disrespect to Gabe Kapler because he was just on, but seeing his name and seeing Craig Council, I'm like, this should be pretty undisputed. Well, I don't know. Yeah, David Stearns has uh, employed one of those, and it's not Gabe yeah. Kapler. Um, and that you know, so and then and then, of course, of course, we finally land. At the at the place where we've been talking about for six months, who is going to be the playoff season teams? And you're reminded, guys. And Skiff, say hello so everyone hears your. What's your, going on, everyone? Your vo- oh man, that voice <laughs> sounds like it's ready to go for for a brand new uh, show on Saturdays. I'm Stat. ready to go. Stat. <laughs> Check that out Saturdays, Skiff. You, can we reveal that you're guest yet? You think that's no, safe? definitely not. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's probably wise. All right. Yeah. All right. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, Saturday show. Saturday show. Uh, we're very proud of Skiff uh, launching the Saturday show stat. And so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Good stuff. All right. But so I wanted to do this. You, you guys have been so good at the power rankings, but I'm going to test you because I feel like Everyone's going to make these picks. We've been making these picks and guessing everything. Let's talk about what what makes baseball so great, which is personalities. This is baseball isn't boring. I don't know if you know this. This is baseball isn't boring. So it seemed only logical as we heading to the postseason. The first podcast that we do prior to the postseason, this window between the regular season and the postseason, is to define which teams are the least boring or the most exciting? Either one. Either way you want to phrase it, we'll go with boring because it's in the title of our name. But I took it upon myself before you guys rank your teams, all 12 teams, which going from the least boring to the most boring, do a little bit different because people want to hear who is the least boring right out of the gate. But I took it upon myself to do a little bit of research on my own. The first person I went to was Cole Irvin's pitcher for the Baltimore Orioles. Good personality. That's what we like. We like guys with good personalities. And I said to him, all right, you know, the Orioles, you got the water, you got the the fans, you got the thing, you got this, and you get that, you like feel good about yourself. Here you go. You are the man of Baltimore. You are the voice of Baltimore. Tell me why the Baltimore Orioles should be at the number one of these, the number one team on this list. Here's what Cole Urban said. Okay. The question is, since you're sitting here with the Orioles, um, and I could be sitting here with the other team in the playoffs, but I'm sitting here with you, Cole. This is your big responsibility. <laughs> if we're ranking the, the teams that are the least boring or the most exciting, whatever way you want it. There's a lot of cases to be made for this team, right? You've been on a couple different teams? Yep. All right. So, so here you go. The floor is yours. I mean, there's the most exciting team is hands down us. I mean, we got so many young stars, young studs. Um, we have dugout games that are, you know, we're spitting water out of the dugout when we're hitting homers. You know, uh, we got a homer hose. Uh, you know, we got the bird bath. I mean, there's something always going on in our clubhouse, something exciting. 
that um, because of our youth, you know, guys play hard every single night. And to me, that's exciting baseball. Guys running hard 90s, guys, uh, you know, diving for, for balls that may just be out of reach but are able to get a glove on it and make a play. I mean, Gunnar Henderson uh, seems to be doing that every single night. Um, so I think I think we can make the case for probably the least boring team in baseball. Um, so that I'm just going to hang my hat on that because the, the guys in this room, the, the excitement that we have brought um, this year uh, to, to the city of Baltimore, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and, and I know a lot of people recognize the fun we have in the dugout and the celebrations with each other and um, shoot even to the to the champagne showers you could see how much fun we were having so uh, we just play an exciting brand of baseball um, we have a lot of young stars and a lot of young players and um, there's a real good case for why uh, everyone should keep our eyes on us man that was good how oh, you nailed it thank you yeah. appreciate it all right I thought he had a good case but we're you know it's just one person and he's obviously biased but at the same time He's embedded in the middle of it, so maybe he knows what's what. The second person I went to, which was a reclusive Kenley Jansen, who we never had on the podcast. <laughs> and so uh, so I just said to Kenley, hey, before you take off, before you get on your private plane, do this for me. Rank your top three teams in terms of le- the least boring. One to three. And he did, because Ken, that's what Kenley's part of the family. Here's what he said. All right, because you've been such a special person on our podcast all year long, we're doing the least boring teams in the playoffs. So when we go to anything, we have to go through you, Kenley. The least are the... So, so, the, so most entertaining or or, or least boring. I mean... Okay. The most entertaining. Most entertaining. Okay, all right. What do you want to do? You want to do three to one or one to three? I go one to three. Okay. So this is the most entertaining team in the playoffs this year. Atlanta Braves. Oh, so you're biased. Huh? <laughs> you're biased. I'm not biased. Atlanta Braves, yeah. Like Acuna, Azuna... You know, Ozzy, all those guys, they be it's entertaining, man. Watching that team hit those balls out is entertaining. So that's why. So that that's your reason for it. Just just talent, Acuna running backwards on home run trots. Celebrating the all their celebrating they're doing, the that bird. Yes. Alright. That's a good one, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Alright, number two. LA Dodgers. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, you know these teams. Yeah. So why? Why the LA Dodgers? I like that that that. Oh, the that, Freeman. The yeah. Freeman way they're doing. The fans going crazy with them, and like I say, those guys know how to put the balls out of the stadium. And, you know, and also, I, the Dodgers fans like they like to like spice it up, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so good one. Yeah. All right, number three, Tampa Bay. <laughs> really? I like Tampa Bay swag. I like their swag with Azarena and, and, and all those guys. They're, 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 they could be entertaining. Good ones. All good ones. I actually went over the Orioles and they made their... There's no wrong answer. Orioles? Nah. Uh, it's not. Now they have a lot of water going on. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. We might a little bit of bias in Kenley's picks. The Braves, the Dodgers, 1-2. Then out of nowhere, <laughs> yeah, the yep. Blue Jays. Oh, no, no, the, the Rays. The Rays, the Rays, the Rays, Rays, yep. the Rays, yeah. So, all right, well, you know, two people's opinions, that's okay. But one thing that you guys have shown me is your acumen for being correct 
and 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 having uh, having the the right vibes and the right approach and the right strategy and the right um, education to actually make the right picks here. And you did it with the power rankings, but now here's a new test. You have to show me that you know what personality plus is all about. All right. Because, Evan, I let you go first. Every other power rankings, I'm going to let Skiff go first this time. Hey. Wow. Switching it up. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go. All right. Uh, All right. Well, so we're going to go 1 to 12. And uh, I should make, make note of this. Let me give you the teams real quick. Let me give you the matchups. Okay. Blue Jays at the Twins. Rangers at the race. Diamondbacks at the Brewers. Marlins at the Phillies. Diamondbacks Brewers winner plays the Dodgers. Marlins Phillies winner plays the Braves. Texas Tampa winner plays the Orioles. Blue Jays Twins winner plays the Houston Astros. All right. There you go. Those are the teams. Skiff, the floor is yours. Number one. This is the team that is the least boring in the postseason. Least boring of those 12 teams is definitely the Baltimore Orioles. Oh! Man, Cole Irvin. Wow! (laughs) Uh, When we're looking at the postseason picture, guys, I like definitely looking at, like, the last month of the season, how that team's performed. Uh, Because if you're going into the postseason hot, that's great. If you're going in cold, that's obviously not great. Orioles are going in hot. Uh, The pitching staff's been great. Grayson Rodriguez... He's still my pick, ALCS MVP. I love them going in. I think uh, the only thing that might hurt them, guys, is they're young. They haven't been there before, so we'll see. But I love them. All right. They might win. They could lose. They could be swept. I just want to know which – are they, they like, entertaining? (laughs) Are they going to entertain us? Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that what I just said? <laughs> yeah, you caught, yeah, you were sort of like you were you were sort of like he took, the, he took the David Stern's approach, the analytics approach. He's like, yeah. I know why these guys. <laughs> no, no, I, I no, I, you, you said I think you combine. You, you're right. You, you did. You entertain. You combine the entertainment and the ability to win the games. And by the way, Skip, like you were seduced by Camden Yards. <laughs> you just went. There. You were just, just you just went there. So you maybe saw, a little bit. <laughs> you saw like the bird bath, and you saw the like, the top step, like the fans getting all jacked up, and all right, maybe a little bit. All right, yeah. It was. <laughs> what do you want me to say? The, no, every nothing. fan. It was. It was. A, it was a crap game anyway. Every like the Orioles just clinched the game I was at, or the game after, and it, every fan was still locked in every single play, and the game meant nothing. It was awesome to see, and it was like a crappy night out. <laughs> Weather was awful. Other than that, it was awesome. <laughs> other, other than that, my experience there was awesome. It was great. It's great. All right, Evan, what do you got? Number one. Yeah, so uh, very anticlimactic now that I look back at it, but I have the Orioles at number one, too. Oh! They got the home rows, the bird bath. They got exciting young players. You know, Grace Rodriguez probably going to win the AL Rookie of the Year. Adley Rutschman, a generational catcher. Bradish is probably going to get some Cy Young votes, but I mean, they just got the they got the guys in the dugout who are still locked in during the game. They're spitting water out of their mouths and they hit a double. So, I mean, it's just they're such an exciting team to watch, and it's going to be awesome to see them play in the postseason uh, because both of they've been waiting for it for so long. And I mean, also, and I was a little seduced by Cole, Cole Irving, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I've got to go to the, a player on every team and ask him, but I, you know, yeah. I can't. Kenley, though, Kenley crapped on the Orioles. They were like, yeah. oh, the Orioles, the <laughs> Orioles. What? 
right. Well, all right. He's got, he's got a little bias toward the end of the season. He's uh, like, they well, were better than us. Yeah. Well, but. all right. All right. Skiff, what do you got? Number two. Who is the second two, uh, least boring team? Second least boring team. I have the Texas Rangers. I think all season I was I've been high on them all season, and then around like June, July they kind of started to falter. Then they picked it back up this last month of the season. I don't know. I like them. I really want to see Adolis Garcia in the postseason. Um, I don't know. Intriguing team to me. So I'm just trying to picture them. Like they don't have like Simeon and Seager. They're good players, right? But they're not personality plus, you know. So. But I do like the idea of Dallas Garcia like ripping off his shirt and like all of a sudden <laughs> incredible Hulk. So yeah, I mean, if they could do, I'll tell you what, if they could do something spicy with Bruce Bochy, you know, like I don't know, put him, <laughs> put him in a, put him in, the, I don't know, put put him doing the old Dombrowski where you, where you, all of a sudden you're wearing your hat backwards with the flip flops and you get dumped into some like. Some laundry bin full of water. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Like they all did right. with Heston Kirsten when they started putting condiments all yeah. over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, again, another good example of the Orioles being the least boring. All right, Evan, number two. Evan? Yeah, so number two, I have the uh, the Atlanta Braves. Uh, all right. Stacking up uh, big personalities. Obviously, you got Acuna. Um, I mean, obviously – yeah, you got Acuna. You got Albies is pretty pretty personality plus. Um, I know the RC is also pretty, and then obviously Ozuna. I mean, they've they've kind of jumped behind that guy, but also they're a juggernaut. So they're just super fun to watch. I saw today that three hundred and seven home runs in a season—that's the most since I forget the team I had before. I probably should have wrote down the whole yeah. stat. I only wrote three hundred seven home runs, but it's just a crazy amount because considering we're not in like the juice ball era that we know of, I mean, that's just a crazy home runs are Home runs are entertaining. And yeah, Acuna, Acuna, Acuna like running backwards at home run trots. That's also <laughs> no entertaining. All right. That's a good one. I mean, that's Kenley's pick, right? That's Kenley's yep. pick. So yeah. you were seduced by Kenley. Uh, all right, Skiff, <laughs> number three, what do you got? Number three, I was also seduced by Kenley. I have the Atlanta Braves. Um, I think I can't wait to see Acuna in this postseason just to see what he does. Oh, um, and so many other electric personalities like Evan alluded to on that team. It's just going to be a fantastic team to watch, and not only this year but years to come. I love it. I love the like. I could that you're going to get. Isn't it defined by how many times the players come out of the dugout onto the Man. field for things? <laughs> you know, like. It, the closest you could get to the WBC, that that's that's what we're talking about. Like we don't want no we don't want these guys in the dugout. No, you got to come over the rail. You have to have half the team. Remember that? I'm just thinking about the WBC. They like they the entire team congratulated guys on home runs at home plate. <laughs> it's like that's, a little World Series kind of right. <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. That's what yeah. we need. We need more of that. All right, Evan. What do you got? Number three. All right. So number three. I- Dodgers. Um, obviously, out of everybody, a guy could be the crappiest player on one team and then be a stud on the Dodgers. Obviously, they got Joe Kelly. You know, they got Lance Lynn, who gets pretty fired up when he gets big outs. They're dancing on the bases. They started that whole thing at second base with Freddie yeah, Freeman and Mookie Betts and all of them doing a dance at second base. So they just got a ton of big personalities over there. Obviously, Kike Hernandez is another one. Um, so they're just exciting to watch when they're when they're going crazy on the bases when they're getting big hits. It's yeah, awesome. Again, you get the Freddie Freeman, like whatever that wave is. 
I think that that point yeah, they would yeah. not they would not be at your what are you at number three? They would not be yeah, at your number, number three spot if it wasn't for Freddie Freeman's like <laughs> yeah. thing. Not not being able to move his hips, but still trying his best. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't argue with that. It's not a terrible one. All right, yeah. all right. Number four, Skiff. What do you got? Number four, anticlimactic. I got the Dodgers. Um, Evan just alluded to it again. Uh, Mookie Betts back in the postseason. Can't wait to see what he's going to do. And just so many electric personalities on that team as well. Kiki Hernandez, uh, obviously, <laughs> first that comes to mind. Uh, love that team. I don't know that we've said this before on this podcast. They're not the Dodgers of years past. So no, you're going right. to have to grind it out a little more this postseason. I don't know if they're going to be up for that task. Skip, I am totally on board. Like I said this, I was talking to someone in Baltimore about this. I said, yeah, they could win. But it's, this is, you watch them. First of all, the starters have to like be, they can't implode. They have a good bullpen, but they got to get to the bullpen. And then after like Mookie and Freeman, it's 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 mixing and matching. And no, this is not, you're right. You, know, you don't have Bellinger. You don't have all these other guys. Yeah. So yeah, good point. But also, another reason I like the Dodgers not being boring is because their fan base, I think, is is so unique. Like I, I, I know that they get the bad rap of sh- it's not the showing up late. It's not. I like their fan base. I like it. It's not just because they pose in front of walls. Joe Kelly's mural. Um. All right, <laughs> Evan, what do you got? Number four. Yes. Yeah, so- uh- Number four, I have the Miami Marlins. Uh, we just played them. They're a super scrappy team. I mean, coming into the year, if you told me that Miami Marlins would make the playoffs, I'd probably laugh in your face because the only time they ever even got close is in 2020, and that was they went one, they went two games over 500, and they were 31 and 29. So it wasn't exactly you know a crazy amount to get to. Um, so like nobody believed in them coming into the season. They really showed hard. All their young guys really stepped up, and then getting Berger and Bell at the uh, deadline has been an absolute game changer for them. They balled out every time the Marlins needed a, cl- a clutch hit coming down the stretch when trying to fend off the Cubs. They got it done. So I went with the Marlins at four. All right. They, I think that they if they could they get some success, they're gonna get a they're gonna be spicy. Our guy Jazz Chisholm, you know. Yeah, let's exactly. let's go. But yeah, I mean, I liked I base it also on the clubhouse celebrations. Like yeah, which you guys are missing one so far, but that's your prerogative to be wrong. But we'll get to that when you get <laughs> true, to that. True, true. All right, Skiff, what are we where are you at? Number five? Yeah. Yeah, number five, I think. All um, right. full disclosure, guys, before the show, I thought we were only doing ten. So I'm gonna tack on my last two that I omitted at the end of this. That's um, okay. Number five, I have the Houston Astros. I this seems super intriguing to me. They just have that it factor to me. Again, not really like Astros teams that we've seen in recent years. Um, in the past, they're gonna have to grind out this next series with either Toronto or Minnesota. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it. Depends on they have a better shot against Toronto, I think. They'll than Minnesota. Okay, so the the guys who people can identify on the Astros, all right? Verlander, I'm talking about the average baseball fan. Verlander, Bregman, Altuve, um, um, Jeremy Pena, maybe. maybe Tucker. Tucker, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're good, they're good players, all good players. But you're right, it's, I don't know. I mean, man, like, they just... This is his teams like the Astros, the Dodgers. They just win. And, and again, going back to the clubhouse celebration, I love like Bregman 
Bregman, it was just basically like, yeah, like it's us against everybody, which, okay, I get it. You know, you got immunity. Yeah. It's us. You got against everybody. Everyone <laughs> hates you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. so, except for Dusty Baker. Everyone loves Dusty Baker. There you oh. go. Exactly. All right, Evan, what do you got? Yeah, so number five, I got the Phillies. Um, I know I said on the power rankings, I think like two weeks ago, they have no personality. That was just a ploy <laughs> to try to defend myself. But with that being said, they're never out of the race. Uh, they feed off each other. They just played the Mets. Granted, the Mets took the first two, but I think they were <laughs> that was like Alvarez was just losing his mind. Um, but they're they it's just a crazy lineup. They feed off each other. Bryce Harper, when he's on the field, is probably one of the most, you know, electric, uh, exciting energized i mean even when he gets thrown out it makes you know national news because he's throwing his helmet into the oh, crowd and, so great uh, i loved it I loved and they it. have so many celebrations that came out this year like even when um michael lorenzen threw the no hitter they had a big celebration in the clubhouse so they just seem like they're always having a good time so. evan you do so many things right right you you are yeah. you are uh a legend in this business already but that was the stupidest thing you ever said. <laughs> yeah. What he said when the Philly said the Phillies had no personality. I was like, like I'm I'm terrible at defending uh you know stuff I said. I'm like not at defending my own takes. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a confrontational guy, so I'm terrible at debates. I, I, so I was pulling anything out at that I, point. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. And then next thing you know, I next thing you know, you're like you're putting them in the top five. <laughs> All right. It's all right. Listen, you know, it's first out of addiction is denial. It's okay. You're, uh... <laughs> all right, Skiff, what do you got? Number six. Number six. I got the big, bad Milwaukee Brewers. Um, I, What do you guys think they're going to bring? Uh, what kind of celebration are they going to bring back for the playoffs? Because they got rid of their cheese head like middle of the season this year. Um, I don't know. They got to come up with something creative. They got to come up with something. But you don't, you don't usually drop like a new – home run celebration in the middle of postseason, do you? Maybe they've just had it in their back pocket and they're waiting to do it. I like it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sal Freelich's got something up his sleeve. Sal, you love, you love Sal Freelich. Hey, we Sal. got the, the Craig Council doing his final run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got to pull uh, out yep. all the stops yeah. to make sure his yeah. guys are yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, Evan, you didn't put the Brewers at number one because of Craig Council. <laughs> yeah. That guy. That I, had to be, I had to be fair. I have to be fair. I have them lower strictly because I felt like the two guys they acquired at the deadline put a bunch of personality in the team before the deadline. I felt like they didn't have too much going. Yeah, on. that's true. Well, well, listen. To, can you can you can we squeeze the Mets in there? Is that possible? Yeah. That- <laughs> no this this year I have to say this year there was not many highlights of the Mets season. So I, I wouldn't even say they were the least boring. They might be like pretty low on the list. If we were doing all the team. If if we had to. Having been in clubhouses, like yeah. for me, I'm, I'm trying to think this off the top of my head of if we were going to do uh, the least boring team power rankings, what would be the number 30 teams? If I'm trying to think of it, like what is the most boring team that I came across? I mean, oh, probably the White Sox, right? Because they were just in all that time. was that was right. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the Red Sox. Honestly, like they aren't. They were. It's nice guys. I like them personally. But anyway, we're, that's what we're not. We're, we're not talking about that. You have no. to make the plosies to be in this conversation. All right, Skiff, what do you got? Number six, right? No, number seven. Number seven. Um, number seven. I have the Philadelphia Phillies. All um, right. I mean, 
Bryce Harper, Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, you name it, they got it. Uh, they there's talk about celebrations. Like theirs is just they stole theirs from the Red Sox. Can we also just acknowledge that well, everyone this, knows it? Dancing on my own, right? That was a yeah, this was ridiculous. A, this was the uh, we actually had in our one of our first weeks because we launched the Baseball's a Boring podcast during the World Series last year, and we had on Kevin Plawecki, who started that. Talk yeah. about talk about that. Reveal that. Say like. Yeah, he, like he said, he texted Schwarber. and said, "What, really, really?" Yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I mean, Mets I think, legend Kevin Pollack. I think, I think. By the way, it's like it's coming. God, the the the, the 2021 Red Sox are against but might as well be the 1975 Pittsburgh Pirates right now. It's like you know that's that's <laughs> way the way the Phillies they they've had next success, so they own that song. But I love speaking of crowds. I love that. Like that's. During the World Series, during that run, those guys, those that, that crowd is awesome, awesome. So that's and funny get, with the grease in the poles before every game. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah the I city know, with right? grease in the poles to make sure <laughs> that nobody did, and they still did. <laughs> and and by the way, you have a bunch of guys with long hair. I think that that yeah. you have Lorenzen, Strom, yeah. and um, Marsh, Brandon Marsh, Marsh. There yep. you go. That's all it takes. All right. What are you at number seven, Evan? Yeah, so um number seven for me, I I have the uh D backs. Um they have an absolutely electric player in Corbin Carroll. Obviously their celebration was great the other night. You got Best Terry, celebration. Can we can we agree with that? Can we No, yeah, that was that? that was amazing. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard a manager say, I'm not your manager tonight. I'm just I'm just another guy in the glove. Yeah, that was yeah. great. They're jumping in the pool. I mean, that was electric. I mean, there's not there's probably not a more likable manager in the league than Tori Lavello, just because he just acts like the common guy. He doesn't act like he's higher or better than anybody. So that's great. I loved it. I loved that. And it came after a loss. Like so, <laughs> yeah. so how about this, guys? I mean. They celebrate this, have this huge celebration, this awesome celebration. And then they, they could still sort of get a better seating and play the Phillies. Although it doesn't really matter, right? It's like whether it's just what team you want to play. Do they yeah. want to play the Phillies or do they want to play the Brewers? And uh, because it's going to be a way either way. And they just like totally mail it in. And, yeah. And the hangover game. By the way, that was like, a sneaky, fun conversation that I had. People go check it out with Ryan Mountcastle about yeah. what it's like to play in going playing in a game that Skiff goes to where they're all hung over. So <laughs> yeah, that yeah. must be crazy trying to play, trying to like hit a hundred mile per hour fastball when you're like totally out of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. Well, again, the, the Diamondbacks were they were pretending like okay, blow us out. It's okay. There you go. We'll there go to go. Milwaukee. All right, Skiff, what do you got? Number eight. Number eight, I also have the Diamondbacks. Um, electric player in Corbin Car- Carroll, as Evan alluded to. Um, I don't know, kind of a young team. I'd love to see Zach Allen in a uh, five-game series. Yes. Um, yeah, electric. They got a hit, though. Like, yeah. they got a hit. And you have to – I wonder who their third starter is going into that series, you know? They also – yeah, they, they got to make Gallen, sure they get to and that. And they got um, – sorry, Evan. What's his face? But they don't have – I guess Fott, maybe? I don't know. They got Gallon and they got Kelly, but I don't know who the third guy would be. But but, but, anyway. but you you got like you have but you have Gallon, you have Kelly. Go from there. That's all true, right. True. Like yeah. I don't I don't think that the Diamonds that backs have the horses, but I would love to see another celebration. I, I just yeah, want to see another celebration. <laughs> I am pulling for them so hard. 
so hard. <laughs> All right. All right, Alvin, what do you got? Number eight. Yeah, so right? number eight, I have the the Rangers. I know I'm lower than Skiff. I think I've always been a little lower on the Rangers ever since they acquired Max Scherzer. I was always against them now. <laughs> it's uh, Adolis Garcia, uh, Evan Carter, uh, Corey Seager. They're electric players, obviously, besides Adolis Garcia. I don't know if they have any crazy. I mean, I guess a role as Chapman can get a little nutty if he gets the well, save. The I tricky do. thing with them we is don't that go the there. Goal- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way, but then the bullpen, the only tricky thing with them when it comes to like, I mean, I guess it's not boring, but it's like their bullpen just so, you know, shaky that it's like watching their game. It's like you're comfortable for the starters. And then once the bullpen comes in, you're like, this could all just end right now. <laughs> I, just- I got to be honest with you, Skiff, I think you're a genius. Okay. <laughs> I'm baffled by your Rangers pick so early, <laughs> so high in this rankings. Wouldn't it be the first time you disagreed with one of my picks? <laughs> Listen, I like how you stand your ground. Like, whatever. It's your prerogative to be wrong. So, all right. All right. All right. I mean, I just, I'm, I got to see more of the Rangers. So, if they're making a run and they're like basically, again, walking backwards at home run trots and having the entire team greet and, you know, whatever it is, it's a, then I'll, I'll eat my words. Because because the personalities really come out when you start winning a couple rounds. That's what we saw with the Phillies, and uh, yeah, yeah. So all right, uh, I I'm open. My mind is open. All right, Skiff, number nine. Uh, number nine, another wrong pick. I have the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> Not super exciting. Um, I really don't have much to say about them in terms of like personalities. Obviously, Wander Franco's gone. McClanahan's gone. Um, a Rosarena. Like the Rosarena. Uh, yeah. Yanni oh, Diaz, I guess, too. Um, Rosarena and Pete Fairbanks with those post-game press conferences where he was just kind of, <laughs> he's, he's kind of a nut outside the field. I was yeah, like, yeah. Fairbanks could be a guy. I don't know. Yeah, it's... That that's an intriguing. One. I've been riding the Rays. Like I've been like saying, okay, everyone's sleeping on them. But again, I was seduced by Kyle Snyder talking about Zach Eflin. <laughs> so there you that's go. All, that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Jake De- Jake Deakman maybe maybe the best pitcher of all time, as far as I know. Robert yeah. Ro- Robert Stevenson. There you go. Uh, I, imagine uh, Kyle Snyder kind of ripping loose. That'd be funny. Oh, I've seen, I've like seen him rip loose. You seen him? You seen him? Yeah, yeah. He used to be. That'd be pretty. Yeah, cool. I mean, he's like. Part of those celebrations in the yeah. 2007. Are you kidding me? Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. But, but, but uh, I'm going to say it. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good podcast. Number nine. Uh, number nine. Yeah, so I have the Milwaukee Brewers. I have my number nine. Um, like I was saying before, I think Canna and Santana, along with obviously calling up Sal Freelich, brought a new flair to the team that they didn't really have before. Because I feel like um, a lot of the other guys, they're a little more introverted. Like Corbin Burns celebrates a decent amount when he pitches, and maybe Freddie Peralta. But besides that, I mean, Yelich is a good player, but he's a little more subdued in like, his celebrations and stuff. So uh i definitely think the new guys have bumped them up the list and they're not like you know 12 out of 12 but i don't think they're as high up as i as skiff had them so skiff is sal freelich the best player in the playoffs sal freelich's the best player in baseball <laughs> thank you that's why they test you this testing i was going to ask you the breakout star but that seemed like a waste of time it's just skip right to answer. skip right to the chance it's called the best player in baseball all right yeah. All right, where are we at? Number nine? Number 10. Uh, yeah, I have oh. the Minnesota Twins. 
Oh. Sonny Gray has been absolutely electric his last five starts. I, I can't wait to watch that rotation in a five-game set. I think If they're on, they're one of the most dangerous teams in the postseason. I know, and everyone sleeps on him. It's crazy. Like, it's everyone just craps on him because he's in that division. But if we were going to do the power rankings of, of rotations, who, who you don't want to go against, I mean, that's up there, right? Definitely. And and yeah. the manager just had twins, Rocco. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, it's the, the twins. I want to. What I got to check the Fanduel odds on them. Man, by the way, how about Pat putting down ten grand on the Phillies, <laughs> so, and he's going to win like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, man. Hey, or lose 10 he's grand. nothing if nothing if not committed. <laughs> Nothing if not committed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're thinking he's pissing away 10 grand, Skip? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. It's, right. it's not my money, but yeah, is there is, a place, if is, I wanted to place that bet, Rob, is there a place I could go and do it? Yeah, there is. Fanduel.com slash boring. Fanduel.com slash boring. What a time to be alive where you go to Fanduel.com slash boring and not only get free money, but make even more free money and have a good time while doing it. So, uh, yeah, there you there go. You go. There I you mean, go. Uh, in the words of Evan, there you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Evan. Number 10. Uh, yeah. Number 10, I got the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, as we've discussed, the Mercurial Blue Jays have managed to make the playoffs. I never thought I'd see the day, but they managed to make it. I don't know. This team is just weird because I love Brandon Belt, the character. I think he's hilarious. I think he's always sarcastic and people take him so seriously. Like they're talking about Shohei Otani or somebody. And he's like, yeah, I would never let him take my number. They should actually retire my number. Yeah. You know? So all his like passive aggressive stuff. I think that's good. But like obviously, as a team, if they if they get hot and stay hot during the playoffs, they could be really good because they have really good pitching. I mean, you got Berrios, you got Gosman, and I don't really know who their third best guy is at the moment, but I know those would probably be their first two guys. But it's just I don't know. It's like there's not a ton of personality. Well, the was, uh, him on the Evan, team. Who, did you? They have the jacket. They have oh like, right, I forgot about the home yeah, run jacket. There's so yeah. many celebrations. Yeah, yeah. true. I don't know. It's like I'm trying to balance between, you know, least boring when it comes to like celebration, but also a good team. So they're they're obviously a good team when they're hot. But I was like trying to think of who is like the more charismatic guys on the team. And I feel like they have a lot of guys that are a little more subdued. So if you give know. me five minutes. I can get, make you. I can, you're going to have the Toronto Blue Jays as your number one team. <laughs> yeah, there yeah, you go. You have one interview with them during the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I know. We didn't do enough interviews. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Romano? Did that True. interview? Jordan Romano? He's yeah, he, like, he is pretty fired up when he gets a save in the interview. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I'm trying to think of the names of the guys on the team, and I'm like, I know that Brandon Belt's hilarious. I tell you Obviously what, Romano. I, I tell you so. another thing. They're home, right? They're home. Yeah, they're home. Yeah. yeah. I don't actually. I don't that, know. That, that, yeah, no. they're home. No, oh, they're not home. No, they're, they're in Minnesota. 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 Yeah. Oh, oh. But if they play home, they that yeah. crowd, boy, do they get liquored up. They, <laughs> they, they do. It's What's crazy to me is the Rogers Center has a hotel in center field, right? So you could be sit, like sitting in your bed in the hotel. The, the, the hotel <laughs> sucks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What like sucks not, about it? It's old. Like I, yeah, I, okay. I like the Rogers Center, but the hotels you get. I've had some rooms in that hotel 
Yeah. It's, you, like, it's like, how did you ever like make a room out of this? This <laughs> really? And 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 so it, I, you know, it's convenient because it's there, exactly. and it's not a, it's not like Motel Six or something, but it's 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 not it's the teams aren't going to stay there. Like if it was a nice hotel, the teams would stay there, but they don't. But I've been to some Friday night games at Rogers Center. I don't know what the alcohol volume is in Molson. <laughs> it's a, but it's it is nuts. Yeah. It was crazy. And remember, a few years ago, we had to stop the game because they were throwing stuff on the field. So yeah, I, I if nothing else, I just I, I would love to see a game there. I would love to see the the. The, a Blue Jays a return to the playoffs back in Toronto, but I also want to see the Twins win, so both things can't happen. All right, do you want to just lump the two together, Skip, for what your last two? What do you want to do? Yeah, that's fine. That's my, right. I, so I left off the Blue Jays and the Marlins. Uh, I would go Blue Jays at eleven, then Marlins at twelve. Do you think the Marlins wow. are a snooze fest? Huh? How <laughs> could you? <laughs> no, I don't think they're a snooze fest. If I could go back and do it, I'd probably. I'd probably switch out the Marlins for the Rays or the Rays for the Marlins, to be honest. Um, But yeah, Evan just alluded to the Blue Jays, super mercurial. Love that. I know the definition of that word now. Um, Just a bunch of superstars. I, in October, it's a clean slate. So like nothing that happened in these last 162 games don't really matter now. So hopefully that team can put it together um, by tomorrow, I guess. (laughs) And uh, play like the team they are on paper. You know what? I think that you just you just uh, allowed us a, a genius idea by me when you said super mercurial. We are definitely going to have mercurial man. So that is the new that is the new mascot of the Blue Jays, mercurial man. <laughs> It'll make people look up mercurial, much like Skiff. We're like we all did Skiff. So um, yeah, uh, no, all right. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, all right, Evan, eleven and twelve. What do you got? Yeah, so 11, I got the Houston Astros. I think I strictly have Astros fatigue. Obviously, that Bregman video, I know a lot of people hate the Astros. That video was pretty funny. I like that. Uh, you know, I wonder what they say if we say we never lost. or I, yeah. I totally botched that. But anyway, regardless. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they're always contending. And it's crazy because a week ago, when the Mariners were doing well and the Rangers were doing well, the Astros were on the outside looking in, and now they won the division. So, I mean, that's just bonkers. Dusty Baker is just, like, automatic when it comes to making the playoffs. And then I had the Twins at 12. I couldn't really think of anybody that was too nutty on that team because I was going off personality. I wasn't – I mean, obviously, with the rotation, they have a great team, and I think that they could probably beat the Blue Jays and move on with that rotation. But I was thinking of, like, Royce Lewis. He's electric. He was getting grand slam after grand slam after grand slam. But then, obviously, you know, Correa's underperformed. Vasquez has been okay. So I was trying to – I mean, Matt um, Matt Walner was pretty good for a little bit. So I don't know. I, don't, I mean, Byron Buxton obviously is electric, but he's always hurt. So I couldn't really think of anybody who was healthy and, like, completely, like – They have of- totally flown under the radar. Yeah. To- totally. I mean, I want to see Duran come in the game. That's yes, good. true. Right? True. Yeah, with his entrance music and everything. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's definitely one thing. Yeah. So I I don't know. I it's the, the twins are so weird. The twins are so weird. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So uh it's gonna be a great week. It's gonna be it's this is a, a great time to be alive. It's I feel on it honestly like revitalized now that the regular season is over and getting yeah. through all that stuff 
and like we can finally dig in on this this other stuff and i'm going to be even more revitalized when we get look closer where we can just focus on two teams in the world series but yeah. skiff give me your give me your top three camden yard moments oh i knew you were going to ask me something like this <laughs> um Power rank. So, yeah. so seeing the Brooks Robinson Memorial in the outfield that was like open cool. to the public was pretty cool. Um, then like the next day I went back and it was, I saw it like the game wasn't even going on and the ballpark was completely empty. Um, so that was really cool. And then I guess uh, that's, that's all that's I got it. for you really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was uh, it was a lot bigger. You, like, made, you uh, made it sound like such a crappy trip, man. It was it, like <laughs> no, it wasn't crappy at all. It's my second favorite ballpark I've been to, definitely. Um, right. I'm excited to I'm go memory. back for like a series next year. But yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you got you got through the flooding. You didn't have to go through the flooding. New York. Uh, yeah, exactly. Windows at everywhere. So happy to miss it. Don't, don't remind me. That was awful. <laughs> but I, I'll give you your number two. So, it's when I drove up and gave you T-shirts, and then <laughs> yeah, drove away. Okay, drove no, that away. was my number three. Was meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, listen, it's it's going to be a great time. I appreciate you guys as always, and I look forward to it's all roads lead to Saturday, right, Skip? All roads, all lead roads to leading to Stat. Yep. <laughs> See you guys Saturday. Stat. All right. There you go. All right.